here we are. Hey, Michael, how are you? I am so good. What what episode is this? 66. 66. Can you I imagine? I, I'll tell you why I can imagine it, because you've now gotten back your number card. My, yes, you, I have. Yeah, you left, you left it in the card. You didn't think I forgot about that, did you? Right, yeah, yeah. So that was like, what the heck? So yeah, I ran out and I grabbed it. And I was like, 60, 60, well, we had a, you know, just so everybody knows, we run a tight ship here. So what we expect of our employees, all 350 of them, we expect of ourselves. So I, you know, Stacy and I went up to HR and we had a little talk with Stacy. And she's okay now. All right. Right. I've uh, been written up and yeah, only two more and I'm out. <laughs> yeah. And, and then we, we give you, we give you uh, uh, a Kunda desalulation. And th this is, you don't even want to get into that. That's very, it's very ugly oh. at that point. <laughs> uh, I want you to take a look at something. That's the way I looked before I listened to all those podcasts, but I never had no Proper headphones. Mighty Mix, mix March. March. Yes. <laughs> so this is a great idea that Stacy came up with. She woke me up. She had called me one day. I was having a nap, and she called me, woke me up, and said, hey, let's do a theme month every month. And I go, I don't know. I said, well, I guess, oh, maybe we could. Maybe we could. We have, like, a, a Gazzo November. We got, like, a Apollo April. You know what I mean? Right? A poly October, whatever. I mean, yeah. so there's so many things we could do. So we've enlisted the talents of mm -hmm. one of the greatest voiceover uh, actors yes. out there. And I'm not, I, I, I'm going to eventually do my best to interview this individual, even if yeah. I can get it for five minutes. He's yeah. very shy, but he is doing the voices of our Mickey. So when you see yes. when Stacy posts on or if I forward them, when I forward them, you will see on our stories and so on. Um, uh, I've tried to put together some Mickey things, so that that's our friend, and hopefully we'll introduce him uh, sooner than later. Uh, yeah. Rock, I don't know the hell how you started with those goddamn raw eggs, but I gotta tell you, when I say you gotta eat lightning and crap thunder, uh, that was uh, what the Bible calls a metaphor, Rock. Besides, they're eight dollars a dozen. God damn ridiculous. What was your concept with Adrian February, Mickey March? What was your concept there? Well, it's funny. The idea came to me because of my Rocky calendar. And so the month of February was uh, that kind of famous picture of um, Adrian and Rocky together. And I'm like, oh, February. And then I'm like, oh, Adrian February. I'm like, yeah, let's do that. And then, and then people started asking me, oh, what's the theme for next month? And I was like, oh, <laughs> Because <laughs> so, I was just doing Adrian love month, yeah, you know, yeah. and, and their oh, relationship. Stop right there. Stop right there. Stacy, you have a picture. What did you get? You got something framed. Yes, oh my yes. God. Where is it? You're talking about love and rock. Look at this, folks. Yes. Another John Rivoli. Yeah. Love. Oh, that nice. So that that's came beautiful. out. That's John Rivoli. He is selling that right now. Can I tell you? It came in and I I ordered the frame the same day I ordered the <laughs> And what's what's in the O? What's in the O? What can you put the there you go? Rocky and Adrian kissing for that scene from the zoo. 
Yeah. What are you doing for the next 40 or 50 years? I know, you know? the sweetest proposal in all of cinema history. I, I love that. Yeah, so that is on uh, iconsandart.com. Love it. So, so it went from that, and then people started asking me what's next month. So I'm like, so we're playing with letters March, Mickey, let's <laughs> mighty mix March. And it all works. <laughs> so, you know, I everybody has a mickey in their life everyone has someone who was yeah. like hey get up get going get right. moving you're not gonna lay down here you're gonna keep going and and so my goal anyway is to say hey send me a 60 second clip tell me you know it was my cousin or my dad or my friend uh, you know whatever and just give a short little story about who that person was in your life i love it i love it yeah and i think i think we're gonna get a lot on that too because you know Mickey comes in various forms, you know, I think yes. he is, um, you know, it's like uh, religion across the world. There's different interpretations of yeah, all of the true. religious, right? And, and so they, and they all have a lot of things in common. And I think people will have a lot of Mickey stories in common that we're going to share. And I am really mm -hmm. looking forward. So people, please remember 60 seconds or less, 60 or less. Seconds or less. <laughs> <laughs> all right, because the just in general, as humans, we have very short attention spans. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, we are sure <laughs> we fall asleep easy. So 60 seconds or less. Tell us your Mickey story. Who's inspired yeah. you? And if it was Burgess Meredith, Mickey, if it was one of his speeches, put that right. in a video. I don't care. Even better. Even, Even better. better. That's all fine for me. And For me, the sweetest thing. I'm sorry. I keep talking. no. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> my the sweetest thing is my favorite scene is the chapel scene when he's like, you know, don't just lay down in front of him. And then at the end, he's like, but you know, if you want to lose, I'll lose with you. <laughs> I love that. I want to blow this I mean? thing. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna blow uh, it with you. I'm gonna blow. I love it with that. You. I love that. That is thing. like the best. For me, I love anyway. that. Go ahead. I, re <laughs> I really do. So, uh, so speaking of just really monumental things we record a few days early and yeah. uh, then thursday so today is not thursday uh what is today wednesday it is it's march 8th wednesday yeah okay i thought today was tuesday so <laughs> my tuesday was horrible folks yes Trust it was me. that was brutal <laughs> yes it was man i'll talk about it at another date but man it was it was bad anyways yeah. uh today uh, Wednesday is International Women's Day, and yes. I, you know it's it's a wonderful day. So Stacy and I are kind of on the same page on this, where every day should be every day for everybody. Right. But like there one day, I don't know who dictates these things. I don't know who comes. I Hallmark. Think Hallmark. <laughs> yes. There you go. Hallmark. <laughs> it's all about the greeting card. So you've got Grandparents Day, you've got Cat Owners Day, you've yes. got Rocky Collectors Day. So today is uh, International Women's Day, and and I know we're taking a little fun at it, but I do want to say something very quickly. Yes. Some of the greatest, best, most sincere lessons I've learned in my life have come from women. And I don't mean the few whatever relationships i had before i met right. sue i don't mean that i mean i've had female bosses in the corporate mm -hmm. world that taught me uh an enormous amount one person was a, a 
dear friend of mine. She just passed away, unfortunately, entirely too young. Her name is DJ, and she was someone I cared a great deal about, and she mm -hmm. took a lot of time with me. And she was only about two years older than me. We were very close to the same age. and But she found a way to harness my immaturity and my passion for certain things. And mm -hmm. she found a way to get me to harness that in a certain direction and not take yes. things so, so, and not, not seriously, but personally, not to yeah. take things so personally. So anyways, yeah. um, uh, this morning I was having my coffee and I, I saw an interview with Billie Jean King and, and I, 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 uh, I, I wrote notes, but I really don't need the notes. When Billie Jean was a young girl, like, you know, she was like eight, nine, 10 years old. She, she had to do a book report and read the report in front of everyone in class. And she couldn't do it. And the teacher told her parents, you're going to fail. If you kids going to fail, if you don't do this. And her parents said, listen, you, you know, Billy, you have to do this. You're going to fail this class. And when she was 11 years old, she picks up a racket for the first time in her life. And she hits the ball a couple of times. And she instantly says to herself, I want to be the best in the world. And then she says, if I'm going to be the best in the world, I'm going to probably have to talk in front of cameras at some point right. at a microphone. She was mm -hmm. deathly afraid to speak in front of people. So you know what she did? She told herself and she learned you to become comfortable. You have to be uncomfortable. So you have to put yourself in a situation. Go out and get a hundred speeches where you got to talk in front of people. Mm -hmm. Get up and talk on a, on a high school stage. Get up on a soapbox in a grocery store. Talk to people as they're walking in. You're yeah. going to look like a fool. You look like an idiot. But what yes. are you doing? You're working. You're building a better you for yes. your goal. And that yes. is something all of us can work, uh, work towards, understand. It's a very... At first, guys, I told I told Stacy about this, and I I said it's a very rocky thing, which it is. Mm -hmm. More more importantly, it's a very Stallone thing. Yeah, because we hear Sly talk about these things all the time on his Instagram when he when he puts out those six seven minute uh, uh, talks that he does, and they're basically short TED talks. Yeah, and they, that's what they really are. And so there's great wisdom there. And I I'm I'm sitting there and I'm I'm having some uh, eggs this morning. I'm thinking. Billy Jean King, you are still kicking ass yep. now. Yeah. So go for it. So, anyways, those of you that have women in your lives, which is like uh, all of us, right? just let them know. Okay. Let them know how special they are. Yeah. I know it'll be a day late because we, you guys are going to see this tomorrow night, but still, it's yeah. never too late to say the right thing to people. What do you think, yeah. Stace? A hundred percent. It's so true because some of the, you know, I think of my friend Joy, and she's like 15 years older than me. And and she was just, she was amazing. She was a scrub tech in the operating room that I worked in. She didn't go to nursing school. She always wanted to go to nursing school. She didn't even start until she was 60. And Whoa. just like you, this, and she had a very unfair beginning set of circumstances. Really, we don't have enough time for that. But yeah. she, you, she's like, no. I, I don't know when I'm getting to it, but I'm doing this and just such a strong person. And whenever she told me she was going to nursing school, I was like, you do it. I don't care how old wow. you are. You just do it. She did it. She ended up moving to Arizona. She became like, you know, an operate the, the director of the operating room, you know, just like, I don't care if you're female, I don't care where you're from and I don't care how old you are. It's just the opportunities are there. Right. This, and take them, you know what I mean? And believe that you can do it. And so I, because of her, 
I don't have the excuse to say, well, I'm kind of too old for that now. If I said that to her, yeah, she'd, she'd smack me. Yeah, yeah, she'd smack my head through the phone. So no, seriously. She, yeah, she's amazing lady. Yeah. Hey, do you think uh, we can bump one of our later subjects? I was going to I was going to talk about a, a script thing that Stallone put out, but I, I'll talk about that next week. Yeah. Um, I, I, do you mind if I, I being that it's International Women's Day? Do you, do you mind if I just throw a little love towards my mother? Since Absolutely. She was the, all, right, all right. Let me let me tell you this story. I don't know if I ever I don't know if I ever uh, told this story about my my mother at um, she worked. She was a bank teller. She was uh, several things over the years. But uh, I guess the last job she had before she retired, she was a, a bank teller at okay. a, a bank in, in my neighborhood. OK, mm -hmm. where I grew up. Mm -hmm. I never I didn't tell you the story how she got robbed three times at gunpoint. Uh, no, I didn't tell you that. Oh, I thought I might have. OK, how about off air? Did I tell you that? I don't, I don't maybe I'm calling it, but my no, ADD I don't think it is bad. So just uh, that's okay. <laughs> so, uh, so here, so here's the thing. Um, uh, my mother started off, you know, bank tellers. That's a that's a difficult job. But you, when you when you're a bank teller, you never think I'm going to get robbed. It's just you know right. the, the old West Granton where I grew up. It wasn't that. It wasn't mm -hmm. that. That was that happened in the Hill section or right. South Granton. It didn't happen in West Granton. Well, anyways, a series of events have happened over the years, and my mother got robbed at gunpoint three oh times. Oh, my yeah, God. Right. The FBI comes in. By the third time, my the FBI is like, uh, yeah, what are you, knowing these people? You splitting the money outside or what? What's going on here? And I never knew that. We, My mother and I, we had this conversation, pro I don't know, maybe three, four months ago, and she was like, oh, no. At first, it's like, you know, nice. and But by the third time, they've got a record. D. Kunda was, you know, held at gunpoint wow. three times in the same bank. Right. And so they're going to get suspicious here. Oh, my God. My mother is honest as the day is long. Right. She is. Right. She is. Right. Uh, that's never in question. But I say this because the strength in women, I don't know that I would be able to do this. A few years ago. I think it was the second or third robbery that happened to her. There was camera footage from inside the bank, black and white, grainy camera footage, and they released it. The Scram mm -hmm. police released it so we could they could find who was robbing these banks. Right. I kid you not. My mother was a superhero. I'm telling you, I, I hope I don't get emotional now because this will oh. just, you know, you'll be teasing me. But no, seriously. So what she did, the it, the camera was right above her, and she put herself in front of the other two girls that worked with her, and you could see her putting her arms out for the girls to walk in back of her. The young girls. Oh my, my mother put herself in front of them These, and, yeah. and the guy with the gun. Crazy. Oh, my she God. She kept her calm. It was amazing. Now, she was a wreck after. My oh, father, sure. Oh, forget my father. Yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. He, he was bouncing between wanting to kill the guy and and being devastated at what happened could have potentially happened. So, could, yeah. Yeah. And, and so I saw this one night because when I moved to Harrisburg, I never I never bought one copy of the Harrisburg paper. <laughs> I, right. I never the Patriot News. I think I bought one copy when I won the Rocky contest. That right. was the only time I, I bought a copy. So I would always check it with the Scranton Times and the Scranton Times had this black and white footage. And it's one thing when you hear your mom has been held at gunpoint. Like, oh, boy, that sucks. Ooh, I'd like to get the person that did that. I like, you know. But when you see it, 
and you see the strength my mother possessed. I'll never forget. She put her arms like that for the girls to move mm -hmm. in back of her. I mm -hmm. never forgot that image. I mean, it was remarkable. So, anyways, Ma, you're like a superhero, and and forget Stallone, forget <laughs> Rocky and Rambo. It's Mom. Wow. All no, right? definitely no. You've not not. I never, never told, told you me that? that. No. Oh, right. that well, is that. It's isn't it amazing? Like what you're capable of. It's like there's no time to be nervous. There's no time right. to be scared. It's just you just have to put up that. Yeah. Put your strength first and be like. She kind of got into that, yeah, bring it mode because right, you're right. not touching my yeah, coworkers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow, I mean, amazing. I would have been, I would have offered people. Oh, here you go. <laughs> and the guy over there in the break room, that guy's a jerk. Take his ass out Take of here. Him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> that would have been me. Uh, anyways, all right. So, anyways, anybody's got a woman in, there in your lives, a lady, a mom, a sister, anything. Yeah. Just tell them. You're just grateful for them. That's yeah. all you got to do. Tell me grateful. So true. Stacy, do we were we doing an interview this week or are we just are, are we done? Are we are the, we out of here? <laughs> we have an interview, but we don't have them yet. So, oh, yeah, okay. you you have a uh, Stallone zone. Did you want to go? All there? Right. Yeah, I, I think so. So um, when you see our, our guest comes in, yeah. just let him know I'm in the middle of a rant. OK, we'll, we'll get to him. <laughs> okay. Just interrupt me and, and that's fine. <laughs> Okay, got it. Uh, okay, so everybody knows by now that the third movie in the spinoff series from the Rocky franchise has come out uh, the other day. And, uh, you know, whatever. So I could be a little overly passionate, <laughs> and my mouth sometimes does not realize it needs to pull back mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. There's a place called the Stallone Zone. I've been, it's an online chat room. It's like Reddit or whatever. And I've been a member there since 1996 when it first started. And it was, I write about it in my book, Cue the Rocky Music. And it was this beautiful, copacetic, utopian fan website. Everybody would sing Kumbaya. Michael rode the boat ashore. I mean, it was a bountiful <laughs> food. It was everything you could want. Right. And then a few years ago, politics somehow mischievously kind of made its way in. Into everything, right? Mm -hmm. And it divided the place. Oh, and boy. people that were friends online hated each other. Me included. I'm part of that. I, yeah. I mean, I hate. There are people I really cared about. And I, I was fooling, so we didn't see things the same way. Right. And they're dead to me now. Okay. Well, some of those people, not all, but some of those people are moderators on that site. And uh, some of those moderators hate my guts because mm. of previous issues. Fair enough. The feeling is mutual. Now, the guy that owned, that runs this place that started, his name is Craig Zablo. Mm. Now, I will tell you I like this guy. I've always liked Craig. I, I've always admired him and respected him. He's mm -hmm. a very intelligent man. Um, right. he, he really, and he's, I think he's only five or six years older than me. Maybe he's 10 years older than me. I'm not sure. But anyways, I, he's out of Florida, and he's a great guy. He really is. Okay. However, I have a real problem with him, and I don't mind saying it here uh, because I already told him about it. Mm. And um, so there was, there are, Topics that you can post. Any of the members can post a new topic and then people can click on the topic and then write their thoughts on said topic. Got it. 
on a Sylvester Stallone site called the Stallone Zone, you probably don't want to go in there and write negative things or or be critical in the way where it's ugly, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Stallone goes to this website for the last 10, 15 years. He'd been lurking around reading everybody, and he was answering people. Imagine this. Wow. A world-class icon like Stallone goes to one of the the the, the best fan chat mm -hmm. sites, and mm -hmm. he, he openly and long, like he writes me, he would mm -hmm. write people on this website uh, answers. It was amazing. Wow. And he did it weekly. Wow. Weekly. Okay. Well, last year, couple of the guys on there, some real idiots, they put some stuff out that was very ignorant. And Stallone was so hurt by their, their comments, he left. He wrote a statement saying, I don't need this. I'm out of here. Right? Oh, wow. And I'm like, you assholes. Yeah. And I had complained to Craig and others, and I had said, this place is becoming a toxic wasteland dump. Mm -hmm. I mm -hmm. said, you got to kick these trolls out of here. Don't allow these threads to come forward, okay? Right. I mean, you had a lucky break, and you broke it in two. That was the exact words I told right. Craig Zablo. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. He defended himself, and but and but I, I stopped arguing. I said, Craig, I can nitpick and go back and forth and argue, but I don't want to do that with you. I right. like you. I respect you. Right. Okay. So two weeks ago, we get these assholes. One of the guys' name is Andrew mm -hmm. Patrick. Mm -hmm. These are not their real names, by the way. This is just their screen name. So I don't mind saying it here. <laughs> okay, got it. Got this it. is my forum right here. Right. On that forum, I can't say anything to them because they're little babies. So I, I don't mind taking a little lower road right here. This is aggravating me, and I want to get this out. And I, and I know they're yeah. going to see this. Fair so enough. they're going to know my, my topics. Yeah. So them, Fezzel, and, and, and a couple other guys. There's only about five guys that post these moronic stupid statements and they write it they have three threads going about creed three uh, and there was yeah which is the third spinoff i broke my own rule saying that name but mm -hmm. that's okay so they're putting they're over joyful about this they're putting how amazing this is they're putting review after review up how it's going to beat the rocky series that's going to make more money stallone what? is no longer needed yeah okay yeah. oh Okay. Now I, <laughs> I consider myself an elder member of that. Uh, I'm on the council. Yeah. Self-appointed, but nonetheless, I'm part of the old. Not to mention all the old guys yeah. that were there with me that started in the beginning. They don't even post anymore. They're so disgusted with it. There's a lot of people I know that they won't even post anymore. They'll there check and see what's on, but they're disgusted with it. And yeah. that falls on Craig Zabel because he allows such things to happen. Yeah. Okay. He allows that to happen. Absolutely. Craig, if you see this, I do love you, but I'm going to be critical. I can't be critical of you on the site because you and the other people will boot me out. But here, I got my piece. So yeah. I got two of the threads shut down. Because what I would do is I would call out these idiots and I would just beat them verbally as yeah. best I could without crossing the the, the proverbial line right, that would have gotten me banned, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what happened? The moderators, they canceled the threads. It's exactly what I wanted. My plan nice. worked. Well, it only worked so far. Oh. Yeah. So now I was really pushing that that line. And 
so Craig wrote me like three times and he goes, you can't come here and insult these members. I go, the hell I can't. They're insulting me. Yeah. I said, I, I said, you had your lucky break. You broke it in two with Sly. He said, he, he doesn't do it anywhere else. He's here answering all the questions that the fans have. It, it, nobody. I said, this is the most brilliant gift we could get from this guy. Right. Yeah. I said, now you're allowing these people to post things saying Stallone is no longer relevant. Rocky's no longer relevant. To be clear. Wow. My issue is not with people that see Creed 3. That is not my issue. My issue was the people that go to the Stallone zone, not the Michael B. Jordan Creed zone, and promote something that hurts Stallone so prolifically. Exactly. And they all know. They all know exactly how bad Stallone was hurt by these things. Yes. Because Sly had asked me, as you know, to talk about this. And I told them on the Stallone zone. Stallone went on in his own voice under his avatar and screen name, and he was telling people how much it annoys him, and he's frustrated and angry with all these things. Mm-hmm. And yet these people keep doing it. Okay, so one of these losers, and I stand by that, losers, his name is Patrick. Mm-hmm. He's a teacher in Germany, okay? He goes to this other Rocky podcast called, I don't know, it used to be called Going the Distance. Now it's changed. I don't know what it's called now. I really okay. don't care to tell you the truth. But okay. the guy that runs it, his name is Ryan Rabalkin. Okay. Now, Ryan is one of these guys who's not a super fan, but he loves Rocky. He mm-hmm. loves Stallone. He is absolutely a Rocky Stallone fan, no doubt about it. But he's right. not a super fan. Okay? okay. And he loves to be a critic. And I hate that about people. And I told him that. And he said, you know, and and we really had a good back and forth. And he said, I know I really rub people the wrong way, but he goes, I am doing a podcast. So there is an entertainment value to it that I amp up. And I, and I kind of understand that. Yeah. You get his point. Mm -hmm. Our show with the exception right now of what I'm talking about, (laughs) I'm breaking the rule of our show. Our podcast is, is by fans for fans uh, about fans. So this is, this is my, our, our, our our creed mission. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And his thing is to critique Sly's films, good or bad. Now, to be fair, he critiqued the hell out of the creeds. And the only good thing about the creeds was Stallone's portrayal of Rocky. And I I have to give Ryan credit for that. Anyways, this guy, Patrick, goes and he writes all this crap about me to Ryan. And Ryan, on his podcast, talks about me. Only he didn't call me me. He called me Bob because he didn't want to hurt my business and all of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I respected that, and I genuinely appreciate that. And he's got these two other co-hosts, another guy and a girl. Sounds familiar. Anyways, those guys were not real happy with me, right? The guy in the middle, I don't really know who he is, but he's like, I don't even know why he's on a Rocky podcast. He's like a neutral guy. Yeah. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't have any spark to him or anything. And the girl seems nice. Yeah. She does. And she seems to, but I, there's just not like, like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I want from a podcast. I want passion. Give me your passion. (laughs) Let me me see you're as psychotic as I am. When Ryan was talking about me and and going through this 20 minute diatribe on me, he's rolling his eyes. He's saying, Bob is this and and Bob is stepping out of bounds. And then they're saying, oh, who does Bob think he is? And And I so I left him a message on Instagram. I said, hey, Ryan, it's Bob. <laughs> I said, we need to talk. Anyways, he did an addendum. He didn't have the other two on. And he he 
everything I wanted him to say that was right and accurate, he did say. Oh, he good. said it beautifully, and he played some voicemails that I left him that I gave him the okay to play. And uh, uh, so I, so one, I want to say thank you, Ryan. Um, uh, Stacy, hopefully I'll figure out what podcast is his and I'll put the name up here. I literally don't know what it was. It used to be yeah. going the distance, but yeah. it's called, it's called Rocky and Rambo. Something yeah. Or other uh, right yeah. Now. Rocky Rambo. He, he, you, you know what, what I'm talking about. I do. Right? I do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he follows us. I think he likes our stuff. So, so if mm -hmm. you can, would you please put that I link flashing on the screen right here? So sure. people know to follow him. Okay. Because even though I disagree with a lot of what he says and does, I do respect him. Yeah. I respect that he does have a passion and a love for Rocky and, right. uh, and and Stallone. So anyways, he did clear the air. He gave me my side of things. And um, he did, you know, say, well, you know, this is why Mike gets so mental on these things. <laughs> you know, he's got the pretender with Stallone. Stallone endorses yeah. books. Stallone endorses tour. You know, sure. there's a friendship there. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. the other two were like, eh, eh, friends with Rocky. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. I, that, mm, uh, e, you know, yeah. But, you know, I can't get mad because people are a little ignorant on my life. Not everybody knows me. Yeah. But Anyways, nobody, can, nobody can match your loyalty. I'm sorry. You know what? Nobody can. Let's go with that. No one can match my loyalty to the Rocky and Stallone. Yes, I will take that. Who is our guest today? Would you please introduce this yes. amazing human being that I have grown to know and love? Yes, so we have Dan West today from the UK. And everybody knows Dan. Everybody follows Dan. He has all these collections. He does these scene reenactments. He has these two little cute, the cutest little kids you've ever seen. Dan, I'm going to bring you in right here and we're going to show you off. Hey, how are you? How you doing? <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> there he is. Joey, Joey Tribbiani. <laughs> how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> Dan, it's so good to see you again, my friend. What was it, two weeks since we were last hanging out? Uh, I'm still, yeah, I, I'm still in the uh, Philly Blues at the minute. I don't think I'm ever going to shake it off. I mean, what a trip. Boy, I have to tell you, Stacy. when I pulled up, uh, I picked Dan up. And you were your father-in-law, right? Yes. Yeah. I picked up Dan and his father-in-law at the base of the steps, the Rocky steps. And when I pulled up, I saw him there. He was down front. He had the Rocky sweats on. Yep. Hand stage. I mean, he this he's a bona fide yes. Rocky fan. Oh, I mean, they don't come any bigger than him. I mean, he's the best. And so I, I saw him. I hit the horn. He's pointed at me. And so I, I had to pull down a little bit. And he comes walking down. And so I go to extend my hand as most guys genuinely shake hands. No, no. Father-in-law has the camcorder, the phone going, and he just bear hugs me. How are you, my friend? You having a good time? Dan's a huge guy. He's like 6'10". He's very muscular. He's a big man. And on my best day, I'm five nine. So I'm like, I'm like a little toy in his arms. <laughs> and it, I knew we were going to have a great tour. Dan, how, how did you feel about that? Well, the, the emotions just hit me all at once as soon as I saw you pull up and, and I saw the van and, um, and and you got out. I mean, I've been following you for, for quite some time now. So to, to see you in the flesh was like meeting a celebrity in itself. Oh. So I, I was a little bit startled when you got out. Um, 
and I think just sort of following your story uh, and your journey and watching The Pretender, um, mm. I, I caught The Pretender during lockdown. Um, ah, and, nice. I've, I've never told you this, but you were the reason that, um, well, you encouraged me to set up a uh, Instagram page. Oh. So, if you look, so if you look at my profile, and um, one of the very first posts that I put up was from like April 2020. And that's when in England we were have, in a big lockdown back then. Yeah. So I watched The Pretender and uh, I was watching this. I was thinking, this guy's like me. You know what I mean? This is, oh, I'm like him. Well, not yeah. extreme, but, you know. No, you're extreme. I, you're extreme. You're you're out there, my friend. That's the best. Con- That's like a badge. That's a badge of honor you should wear on your chest. An extreme Rocky fan. You're you're in the club. Yes. Oh, look who's in the house. Yes. <laughs> you gotta love it. Four roses, baby. Yeah, so, nice. so just obviously, I've not read your book yet. You know it's on my list that I'm going to read it. Um, yeah, sure. Just, just, just some snippets from your book that, that I've read. Um, like the first time that you saw Mighty Mix Gym and the feeling that you had um, when you first discovered it. And it, it, was, it was like that for me. It, it must be fantastic for you to take people on these tours that have never seen these locations before, knowing how you felt when you first saw it, to then sort of like relive it all over again through other people's eyes. And that's what it was like for me, seeing all that. I mean, I don't know. Did I talk a lot in the car? I felt like I just was starstruck everywhere we were going. You were a kid on Christmas morning. You were you were a kid who saw like you know when a little kid looks up to a police officer and you're like the the, the authority <laughs> and all that. That's how you were at all the Rocky sites. You were mm-hmm. like, Wow. Oh my God. <laughs> and then it was the unwrapping of the Christmas presents from Santa. That was you getting out of the car, just getting past the homeless people and the drug addicts, <laughs> and moving over the zombies. And you were like, we're here in Rocky land. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You stick a stern old bums. I'll squash you. you know, <laughs> no, but seriously, you really, you really did. Um, you were the type of guy, the type of fan, the type of human that I wanted to build these tours for. Because mm-hmm. I said to myself, before the internet became what it was, social media and so on, I said, I can't be the only one. There's got to be other right. people like me. There has to be. And uh, sure enough, uh, Dan is the leader of Rocky fans. I mean, he is a guy that is committed 100% yeah. to it. And um, uh, we're all of a similar breed worldwide and i think there's still a hell of a lot of fans out there that uh, aren't on social media that yeah. uh, you know that, that exist out there yeah um, now obviously hopefully with what you guys are doing with the podcast and social media and your tours um you know it can grow and grow and grow and be people can be more aware of aware of it and we can bring more fans out of the woodwork i want to start in the beginning with you uh dan i want to i want to know when did you i i I mean, I kind of know all this already, but for everyone listening, what was when did you first see a Rocky movie? What was your first right? Fool, shut this co-host up! I'm gonna talk. So, this this is the reason. This is the reason. Really? Is a kid, um, very 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 young kid. I couldn't tell you how old, but we used to go around to a family friend's house, and I used to just get shoved in the corner with a box of toys. Okay. Um, this was one of the toys, and it was a battle cat from Masters of the Universe. So I used to put Mr. T on this battle cat and play around with him. And every time I used to go around to their house, I used to be obsessed with this That's cool. <clears throat> for some weird, unbeknown reason. 
to the point that one day they said, look, you love it so much, take it, have it. And then my dad saw this and told me exactly who this was. I was introduced to the A-team and I, I couldn't get enough of Mr. T as, as anybody wouldn't, you know, Mr. T right. just in awe of the guy. Oh, he's um, amazing. So I did some poking and prodding. And uh, obviously at that point I discovered Rocky three, but of course in the early nineties, um, you know, Rocky, all the Rocky films would be on VHS for a period of time, but you couldn't buy them in shops. They were hard to come by. My local video store only had Rocky Five, which is another story. Um, so I had to go around car boot sales. I don't really have them in America, um, but we had car boot sales. And I used to go around with my pocket money trying to find uh, all the original Rocky VHS because I've not seen them and I, I didn't even watch them in chronological order. Right. I was just sort of like grabbing them as I could. So the set that I used to collect was, was this set here. Nice. Mm -hmm. Nice. So the, yeah. the frustrating thing with these VHS tapes is that when I would find one on a car boot, I'd be like, yes. But of course, because people stored them and kept them differently, uh, these spines were always different colors. They were either pink or red or there was right? water damage. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And this is when I realized that obviously I've got massive OCD because that just wasn't good enough. You know, I needed the matching spines. <laughs> and it basically was like uh, a however many year process to try and sort of find a matching set of VHS tapes, right. um, which are these exact ones that I've kept for all these years. Jesus. Um, I don't know whether he's the same, probably not, but because uh, I've had so many of these. Um, but yeah, it all started from that little figure, being told what it was, sort of, you know, researching more, finding those VHS tapes. And yeah, I just, the rest is history. Like with, with all fans, you know, you've watched Rocky, you've fallen in love with it and you just become obsessed with it what is it about rocky why why rocky why not luke skywalker or indiana jones hmm. for me growing up like um watching rocky on, on on tv was was he was my sort of like like fortress of solitude as it were to, to watch rocky yeah. so I, I i grew up with it he was there on the screen all the time i kind of learned everything from him you know the ways of the world the way to be with people um yeah. just all these fantastic qualities that, that obviously rocky has um, and sort of like adapted that and applied that in, in my own life. And it's, it's it's never changed. I mean, my wife says to me and my friends say to me, they're just like, Dan, after all this time, it's just rocky, rocky, rocky. You know, you, you're all watching it. You don't get bored of it. And it's like, well, it's just a way of life now. You know what I mean? It's like. Did you ask them if they got bored of breathing? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is rocky. You guys know more than anybody that like you could be having a conversation with somebody one day and you know you're talking away and there's just something a buzzword that they say that you'll it'll remind you of a rocky line or a scene right. and you just it just come, it just comes out right. it just comes yeah. out and they're like what and you know what i mean it's yeah. just yeah so okay let me ask you this so if let's say you're at a a group gathering a a uh, food bazaar church picnic backyard barbecue you got 20 30 people around you or whatever and and you're a pretty easy guy to talk with dan i'm that was one of the things i really enjoyed about you you're very easy yeah so when you're flitting around the yard if you hear one of those key words and you're like oh i mean really uh, you know hey bob it's all, always about going the distance right he said going the distance he's got to be a rocky fan that's the guy I'm talking to. Right. Do you go over to that guy and you say, Hey, what'd you say about going the distance? You know, where'd you hear that from? 
my wife, she's got a sixth sense of these things. She'll be pulling on my arm going, don't, 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 don't. <laughs> so That's funny. Whoever I'm going over to, um, chances are there's like a couple of my mates that will be stood around said person and I'll be there and be going, I'll be entertaining the conversation for a while until one of them says, oh yeah, Dan's a Rocky fan, he's met Sylvester Stallone. And when everybody comes <laughs> to that, they'll be like, oh, what? You, you met Sylvester Stallone? Yeah. Uh, do you want to see a picture? And then I've like got a whole album on my phone dedicated to everything. As, a, as a matter of fact, yeah, I want to take a second. Stacy. Uh, I know you have a bunch of pictures. I don't know what ones you have. Do you have yes. the one picture where Sly and Dan are talking and Sly then signed the picture later? I do. Hang on a Let's second. Let's take a Is look this... at that. Yep. And Dan, I want to hear this story once Stacy puts it up. Okay, hang okay. on. It's a 30-second video. Hang on. I love that. You just see this giant wrist forearm right? signing. He's telling a story, and as it pulls back, bingo, it's Sylvester yeah. signing. Come yeah. on. Beautiful. Nice. Look at that signature. Yeah. So good. Man. What a moment. That must have been just oh, how, amazing. You've got a great story. Dan, would you tell us that story, how that came about, the video, the signing, all that? Well, I wasn't actually there at that signing. That's the disappointing. That's the disappointing thing. So we'll get that out of the way. That was actually taken. Um, a very good friend of mine recorded that in LA uh, in December of last year. Okay. Um, but that was a very big goodwill gesture that was done for me because um, I was supposed to meet Sylvester Stallone at a meet and greet in England, at a sports festival, uh, back in 2021, okay. and. Jacob, my youngest son, was born a few weeks prior to the uh, event, and I was paid to. I paid. I was going. It was all set up, and um, Jacob was born. And then he started having breathing difficulties, so he had to go back into. He was in the children's uh, intensive care unit, and mm. um, obviously, family, family first. Yeah, so, of course. Um, I had to. Uh, not had to. I'd, I'd willingly. Uh, went to the hospital and my focus was completely on my son, on Jacob. So mm. I had to contact the organizers and say that I couldn't make it. And the organizers knew how gutted I were, obviously being a big fan and, and missing out on that opportunity. Um, that, that was that. Um, Jacob came out of hospital. He was absolutely fine. He's been brilliant ever since, as, as you've seen from the pictures and the videos. Um, yeah. Fast forward a year. Yep. <laughs> fast forward a year. Uh, Sylvester Sloan. This is how, you know, the law of attraction and, and the universe yes. works. Sylvester Stallone, roughly around the similar time that the festival was the previous year, shares that photograph and that video on the internet. And um, admittedly so, our good mutual friend, John Riverly, he, he did he, he did pull a few strings there, um, as, as amazing as he is. So 
for Sly to sort of have that on his radar. But, yeah. um, you know, just even so, it's to see that. I, ha I haven't got it, but I've got this little um, QR code in the hallway when people come into the house. And if people see this QR code, they're going to go, what have you got a QR code there for? If they get their phone out and scan the QR code, it takes them to that exact post by Sylvester Stallone. On nice. <laughs> I love it. Nice. That is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and then one step further than that, the, the guys, the, the guys behind the scenes managed to obviously help help with that picture as well, which was just a dream come true. So yeah, I wasn't there, but it, it just I I remember obviously because of the time difference, I got sent the video of that being signed. And when I woke up in the morning, I must have got the video early hours of the morning, and I, I literally woke everybody up in the house. And <laughs> just said, oh my God, look at this, look at this, look at this, and it was just just amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I'm I'm very very lucky, very fortunate, and you know I don't take any of this for granted. So wow, Stacey, what do you think about something like that? That I mean, it's just, it's such, you know, you had to give up something, and as you said, family first, as if you wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? You had to give up something, and then, and then the law of attraction, which I'm a big believer in, and then to see that post, what you know, makes all those things worth it. Um, the other thing, I wanted to show off some pictures. You have met some very cool people. Do you want me to show off some of those pictures? Depends which people. If it's rock related. <laughs> well, there's Apollo and Drago. <laughs> I must break you versus, yeah. you know, going the distance with Apollo Creed. Look at that. I mean, could you have ever imagined... Dan, in your life, you would be standing between Apollo He's Creed still. and Drago. Amazing. All of this is just, um, you know, it's just a whirlwind. Tommy ah. Gunn. <laughs> Yo, that's a throwback. Jesus. He was, just, he was such a lovely guy as well, you know. Yeah, he, he was. was yeah. Let's see. Here we go that's again. Yeah. And, and here's this one is with the Dolph Lundgren alone, too. Some Did Dolph? So clothes. when Dolph sees your shirt, does he say anything about your shirt? No, and and to be honest with you, I, 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 you know, a couple of people commented when I got, when I got back from the convention, they were like, "So you wore a rap, a Rambo T-shirt to a Rocky-related thing that you were doing?" And I was like, <laughs> I, I, "I really." If I I'm Dolph Lundgren, I'm gonna. If I'm Dolph Lundgren, right? I see. Here's a fan in line with a Rambo T-shirt, the best Rambo T-shirt, right? So. Yep. I'm going to say to myself, okay, I'm really going to do something here. I'm going to stop the presses, stop the line. People are going to be recording it because now he's not just standing there. And he's going to say, look at this guy. He's wearing a first blood shirt to meet Drago. What is wrong? I must break you. And then he, I would put you in a headlock. And see, they, like these stars, sometimes I get so aggravated. When they see such a miscalculation of wearing <laughs> Rambo First Blood arrest photo shirt, that's a perfect opportunity to bust your chops on it and get right. that viral video, man. Are you kidding? Drago beating up Rambo? Yes, that's great. Oh, I love that. Jesus. That's get Dolph cool. on the phone, Stacey. Get our people to get Dolph on the phone. Let oh, yes. Just, just a minute. <laughs> Mr. Lundgren, uh, this is uh, Betty, Mike Kunda's secretary. Could you please hold the line? Please hold. <laughs> what oh, else we got? 
he'll he'll sign anything all day long. You know, you, just, you go, you pay your fee, and you just put stuff in front of him, and he just won't stop writing. He'll just really. He's always been very pleasant. Um, met Colweathers twice. The first occasion, um, he was a little bit grumpy. I, I went with a massive box. I was like a kid at Christmas. I had a massive box of gloves, shorts, figures, you name it. And as he was signing away, he was like going, well, are you from a store or something? Or And I was like, no, I'm just an incredibly sad fan with a massive box of stuff for you to sign. So, But then when I met him the second time with Dolph, he was, he was brilliant. He was fine. Uh, yeah, uh, Carl Weathers, he has an ego the size of Rhode Island. <laughs> I'm telling oh, you, yeah. Car- Carl's ego is, and it's the weirdest thing because he gets a bad rap on a lot of these um, uh, signings, you know, be, that he's grumpy and irritable. And so, and I saw it firsthand, but he was very good to me and my father. So, I mean, I, I have to give the guy props. He was excellent to me, but yeah. I, saw, I saw him. For no reason, just take people's heads off. And I'm like, oh dear. Okay. Really? Yeah. Really? Um, I found what I meant to play. I'm sorry for Mr. T. So tell remind me your daughter's name. Ava. Ava. So this is the cutest little girl trying to be trying to be tough and scary, but here she is. Hang on a second. Clubber, what's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like she is so Stacy, play that again. Wait. I want to see that again. Play okay. that again. Hang on. Clubber, what's your prediction for the fight? Prediction? Yes, prediction. Hey. <laughs> I love that. Pain. Pain. Her little face. Pain. Pain. She's so cute. Yeah. Who's going to punch a kid like that? Nobody. Pain. Oh, God. She's adorable. Bring yeah. her on the tour next time, will you? Oh, 100%. I mean, it's a shame that she's upstairs sort of uh, winding down ready for bed because if she was yeah. here now, she's honestly, her, her knowledge, and it's, it's my fault, but, you know, hey. she's, um, she, knows, she knows a lot. She, she catches me off guard sometimes. <laughs> Isn't that something, Dan, when you're out – Okay, so it's one thing when you're a kid, you know, you can put your kid in the room and not feed them for a week and punish them <laughs> for making you look stupid. Like, that's one thing. But, like, when you're out at a party and someone out knowledges you or rem- mm-hmm. remembers something you can't remember, boy, that's when the knives come out. It's like, that's <laughs> like when that, that knife gauntlet comes out from the predator and you just start stabbing people, right? <laughs> You've done that, right? I have. No? Oh. Is that just me? Wait. <laughs> yeah. Let's just edit that out, Stacy. Okay. Quite Dan. a few years ago, Ava, Ava, I don't know what she did, fell off a step or, 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 or something, and she grazed in the knee. It was one summertime outside the house. And I went up, up over to her to sort of like pick her up and console her. She was very upset. She was just rubbing her knee and she was going, No pain, no pain, no pain. <laughs> I just thought, oh. that's, that's my daughter, and I'm doing something right. And this is obviously, as we were talking about before, about Rocky being a way yeah, of life. Yeah. And just like you know, and she, you know, it's, it's rubbing off. It's rubbing off. No, that you know what I, I call that great parenting. Yeah, seriously, giving them those Rocky for and and you could that is a little cute, funny thing to laugh at. But really, Rocky philosophies. This is something everybody can learn from and pass on to their children's 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 children. And it's just something that never gets old because you know when Rocky tells us, "Don't point your fingers, blaming you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody." You know, this is this that's true. That's true. Even if it is other people's fault, don't forget about it. 
find another way. And 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 hearing hearing your daughter say that or telling us about that, that to me is 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 precious. Yeah. It's been a tool bag because, you know, not everybody's been given a nice set of tools. You know, yeah, we've had right. some stories or some guests with some very sad parenting mm. situations. And and it's just a perfect set of tools for those who maybe didn't get the best example. You know what I mean? And here you are clearly a good example as a parent and the whole tool bag of Rocky. It's, this kid is going to be just fine. Well, it's what helped me when I was younger growing up, you know, yeah. I had a few and whatnot, and um, as I said earlier, Rocky was always there on the TV with his, you know, his, his words of wisdom and, and ways. And I'm, I'm lucky that I've had two beautiful children and a very understanding wife that allows me to, um, you know, show them these films and educate them mm -hmm. the way of the world, you know, the Rocky universe and, and everything else. And thankfully, they, they, they like them. Now, Dave, you've been very active online with a lot of the Rocky oh groups, the collectible groups. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows your name. You're like you're like Sam and 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 Coach and Norman and Cliff Clavin. Like you are known. You yes. everyone knows who you are. Correct. What is that like for you when you go these places online? Do they? Yeah. Do they? I I it's get. really buying and selling. <laughs> no, because you were doing you were doing interviews for a little while, weren't you? At one point, Steve Casella runs the Rocky Balboa Collectors Group, uh, and um, he took a bit of a time out, as you know, because he was uh, health wise. He, he yeah. took a bit of a break. And, um, yeah. Me and um, another chap ran the Rocky Group in his absence, and we just tried to mix it up a little bit and keep it, and just do a few new things. And um, interviews was one of the thing. We had quite a few guests on the go, and. Um, I heard your Rivoli, your Rivoli interview, and I thought that was wonderful. I thought you had done a great job with that. I really, I really did. Thank you. Yeah. I remember, I remember telling my wife, "I go, what's wrong with me? Why doesn't Dan want to talk to me?" <laughs> no, I, I'm picking on you. I'm, I'm being facetious. I'm teasing. I'm teasing. I'm saving the best till last. Yeah. Oh, okay. hey, oh, well yes. played. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sure, there you go. Oh, he knows how to stroke the ego, huh? <laughs> Jesus. It's right. just on the whole online thing. Um, yeah. <laughs> this is, I mean, if, if, if Sylvester Stallone hears this, or I mean, I'm sure he knows this already, but, yeah. I, you know, I hope that he realizes what he's created, the magnitude of this, you know, parallel universe of, of Rocky that he's created. I've met so many people. I've befriended so many new people that I'm probably going to be friends with for life now. Yeah. Some of which I've not yeah. even physically met. You know, they're just friends right. on the internet. And some I have met. And, uh, you know, I've, it's friends for life there. And we've all, we all share this same sort of passion and hobby. And we go to conventions. We meet up. Um, obviously, there's all these chat groups. And it's just insane, like, what, what, what he's created. So you can understand why he's so protective over it, you know, with what's been going off lately with, yeah. yeah. So um, let, well, let, you know. let, let me ask you this, Dan. This is a problem. You know, you heard the tail end as you were waiting to, to come on. You heard my tail end of my rant that I stand by now. So you, ran. you never ran. <laughs> I, I was pretty angry and upset with a lot of people online. As a matter of fact, Dan, I think I was telling you, I don't even, I don't know if I told you. During, no, no, no. I didn't tell you then. Oh, I told you in, in messaging. We, we were talking on the side. I had left. 90% of all the online Rocky groups because 
all the so-called fans mm -hmm. were talking about was the glory of the third spinoff of the Rocky uh, franchise. And it made me sick and I had to leave them. And one one group, I left a, a nice message. I gave it to a friend of mine to play for them. I let them know I don't have any problem with anyone going to see the movie. I don't. I, I really, really don't. But the glorification of this movie was bizarre to me. I didn't I didn't understand it. I still don't understand it. How have you been dealing with seeing all of it? Have you deleted yourself out of groups or do you just not visit the groups or do you just let it roll off your back like uh, water off a duck's ass? It's a tough one because I speak to a lot of people and I've had um, a lot of conversations with a lot of people behind closed doors, very, very close friends. And it's caused a bit of friction and I just try and uh, I try and bat it away now and avoid it at all costs. Um, just because I, you know, I don't want to get into the confrontation. I, I, I get, I get both sides of the argument. I, I do too. It. Yes, yes. I get it. I get it too. My choice is, I'm not going to pay money to go and watch it. Um, but right, eventually it comes my way on a streaming service. Obviously, wanting to, yeah, right. What happens in the, in the Creed story? I, I, I will see it. I want to see it, but. Um, I agree with you. I, I feel the same way. I I could not. I, I had wrote about this on the Stallone Zone, and I feel very passionately about this. I don't even know why I'm giving it time right now. But maybe, maybe this is going to help me. I don't know. But I feel that Sly endorsing my tours, Sly giving me the, the generosity of his friendship and, and um, uh, access to the inner circle, inner thoughts. I I feel if I were to pay to see this movie, I feel that is spitting in the face of him, mm -hmm. uh, of all that he had done, because I know how much it hurts him. I know how it bothers him. And I, I also know the erasing, literally, Literal. the erasing mm -hmm. of Rocky from this, uh, this uh, second part of the franchise. <laughs> and it really offends me. And so... But at the same point, I am going to be honest. I when it's on streaming, when I know it, my money will not go towards that. Mm -hmm. I probably will see it when it's for free somewhere mm -hmm. along the way, and um, and that's that. And uh, but I I know because a lot of guys out there who are just like us, uh, Dan. They uh, they told me it, it's it's an okay movie. It's fine. It's not the train wreck that it was headed towards in the early months of filming, mm -hmm. but it's yeah. it barely mm -hmm. rises to Rocky Five. So, and Rocky Five is a fair movie. I will say Rocky Five is a fair movie. So, I'm a big Rocky Five fan. Me yeah. too. I've been in a Rocky Five mood lately. Actually, mm. let, let's get out of that, that zone. You know, Rocky Five is one of the things I love tremendously. Yesterday and today, I have been in a massive Rocky Five mood. As a matter of fact, I'm going to pull the screen down here when we're done recording. And I'm, I think I'm going to watch Rocky Five today because there's just something about that. I know it's not a perfect movie. I, I get it's a little flawed, but I, I don't care. I love it. Dan, what's your thoughts on Rocky Five? The reason Rocky Five resonates so much with me is because going back again to my, my parents splitting up uh, many, many moons ago, we, we had a nice house. We were, you know, went on nice holidays and, and we were just a normal, average, happy family. And, and then obviously after what had happened and then the divorce and then splitting up, um, 
we, we, me and my mum and sister moved to a, uh, a small house in a not so affluent area. And it was a bit of a shock to the system. And it was like Rocky going back to Philadelphia. Mm. Wow. Me being, me being younger, I kind of like felt a little bit like Sage Stallone in a way in, in Rocky Five. And, and, and whenever I'm down in the dumps or I think of those moments, I always think of that, that uh, line from the movie. We've been down before. I'll get it all back. You know, and it's just, and that that film resonates because, you know, the world isn't all sunshine and rainbows. And Mm. I think a lot of people that don't like it, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a wake up call that, you know, things aren't all perfect. And, you know, even Rocky to have all of that and then the big fall from grace. um, Mm. Dan, don't you think more of us, don't you think more of us are more in, in real life? Are more like Rocky Five versus Rocky Four. That that's where mm-hmm. more of us are in the Rocky 100%. Five. Hundred uh, percent. Yeah. yeah. Because the older we get, the more obviously issues that we encounter in life. Life oh, gets God, yeah. harder. You know, you start paying bills and debts and cost mm. of living, and everything just gets harder. And you lose things. You lose people. I say, like Mickey says, little by little. You know. Yeah. You lose and, and um, you know, you have to. You have to sort of adapt, and, and that's what Rocky does in, in, in Rocky Five. That's why I, 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 you know, I think it gets a lot of flack, and even Stallone gives it too much flack. I think he <laughs> does too. All right, I have, I have three things I want to talk to you before I let you go because I know you had just you had messaged us, uh, messaged both of us privately, and you had said that you're going to have dinner with the uh, mayor of your town, so I don't want you to be late. So, <laughs> all right, so. I want to I want to talk about Rocky Balboa very quickly. Then I want to talk about your um, job because I think you have one of the best kick ass jobs. And then uh, I'm going to close out with my question, everyone. Uh, but before I do that, I want to uh, hand it over to Stace. Stace. Yes. What do you, what do you got for our wonderful <laughs> guest? I wanted to give you a chance to talk about these two pictures right here. I see you painting. Uh oh. Uh oh, Rivoli, look out. <laughs> that looks amazing. That's pretty good. So I've never painted before in my life. And this sounds corny, and people are gonna be watching this going, What? But Mike, you you were part of the inspiration behind me painting that picture because again, I, I painted that during lockdown. And this really? was all off the back, this was all off the back of watching your pretender movie. And that's the truth. Isn't and that crazy? Yeah, and you know, uh, here in England, um, when we had the lockdown, the weather was fantastic. So it was um, perfect just to open the doors, you know, get the get the canvas out and just paint. And that was the first go at it, first shot, and uh, I was quite happy with how that came out. Actually, <laughs> I love that shot. Stacey, That's put, your first painting. Are put you that kidding back up, me? I want, yeah. Okay. L- leave yeah. this here just for a second. Okay. So I love this. This is your interpretation of a moment that you yeah. absolutely love and adore. I think, look at the angle of the bodies. You got it. You totally captive, captured that moment. I, and I love, I love that ray of sunlight in the middle. Yeah. What do you think? Stacy? tell me about this. I, what what well, are you thinking? Well, I remember what Rivoli said about wanting to catch through color, you know, catching that the action, the movement, yep. but it's a painting. So it's still, but how are we using color to, to really convey movement and energy? Yep. 
And this is your first painting? That's and your you first do painting? that? <laughs> wow. That I'm very impressed. That's amazing. Man, I'll tell you what. My first uh, my first painting was uh, two stick figures humping in the woods. <laughs> and it got me yelled at. Got me <laughs> okay, I'm editing that out. No, no, come on. <laughs> that was golden. Well, don't edit. Don't edit. I won't. <laughs> I think when I when I first when I was about three quarters of the way through painting that I sent it images to a friend and uh, he turned yeah. around he, he obviously doesn't know that shot and he's not really a massive Rocky fan and he always likes to sort of take the pee and he said something like why is why are you painting a picture of somebody feeding a giant chicken drumstick to Freddie Mercury because at the time when I sent like my progress of it it kind of it, it did it did kind of look like that if you look at the photo it does look like a giant chicken drumstick. Well, mine, mine did, not not John's, but, but mine did at one moment in time. Have you painted yeah. since? Have you painted anything since? No, sadly not. No, I've just you not should. really had the time, if I'm honest. Yeah. I, I get that. Well, I think you did a great job. Mm -hmm. Very you. nice. Stacey, anything else before I dive into my last two things? No, just thank you. I mean, I we've been following you all along. We probably should have had you on a long time ago and, and just send like, uh, hello, Dan West. And uh, like it's high time that we have you on. My only other question is a Mickey related question. You know, this is Mickey month. Uh, your, your favorite aspects of Mickey is what I was wondering. It's just the relationship between him and Rocky, isn't it? You know, he's always, always there for Rocky, like a father figure. Yeah. And Rocky three, the scene when Mickey dies, no matter how mm. many times I watched that, I'm not ashamed to admit it. Um, oh, yeah. you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm in tears because you, you just everything, the Bill Conti score, Stallone. I mean, you can't hear much dialogue, admittedly, from Stallone, but it doesn't matter because you're in the moment and you feel the moment and yeah. it's just, it's yeah. sad. And uh, obviously the flashback scene in Rocky Five as well is absolutely spectacular. Yes. And, um, I was very close to my grandma and she had kind of uh, mannerisms and she almost had a tone about it that sounded uh, oh. very similar to Mitch. Um, and, and she kind of like reminded me of, uh, of Nick in a way, and um, so that's why I've, I've, yeah, I've got a lot of I've got a lot of love for Mick as a character. You know, Burgess Meredith. Very nice. Thank you. All right, so Rocky Balboa. You know, Dan, the older I get, uh, I, I and I know. <laughs> So, mom and dad, I, you're gonna roll your eyes. <laughs> always sees me as a child, as a children, kid. Right. I get, it, I get it. However, the older I mean, I am 54. I'll be 54. So, you know, the older I get, I I identify so much more with Rocky Balboa than I ever have. What are your thoughts on Rocky Balboa? I think because it obviously how Sly feels about it and what he had to do to get that film over the line. Um, Know, you've got this whole new appreciation for it but um it was just like the, the scene outside adrian's at the end of the big speech the phenomenal speech which we all know i mean i don't know whether it was the same in the theater where you watched it but literally people were clapping and up on their feet and you know, yep I was like, it was I'm, I'm the super fan sit down <laughs> yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah yeah just a, a just a beautifully made film and story and, and closure to, to the whole thing I, I, I still have my reservations about obviously killing off adrian and, yeah. and then obviously pulling creed the way that it was done and 
I don't know, but nothing like and that. That's, but that's rocky, isn't it? As, yeah, as we it's on. life. We lose the people it's we life. love. Exactly. You have to deal with it with Mick in three, Paul yeah. in four, you know, and so on and so on and so on. So, you know, it's... Rocky well, Five, he had to lose the career. Uh, yeah. Rocky Balboa, he loses Adrian. Then in Creed, he loses Paulie. So I get it. I get it. Dan, one of the things I loved, you told me on the tour what you do for a living. Oh, yeah. If I had to cancel or give up my job in the Rocky world, I would love to do what you're doing. What do you do for a living? So, admittedly, things are quieting down a little bit uh, at the minute, but um, primarily installing home cinemas, um, so building custom home cinemas, oh. installing TVs, putting TVs up. Uh, that's not meaning to say I'm like a, a modern-day Johnny Lawrence, you know, putting TVs up. And... No, 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 no. You, you, you're an artist. You craft the room, and I love that. Mm. I mean, I have uh, – what I have – I'm not going to go into it because we're going long as it is. But I, I have a little room here. It's a poor man's a theater in my Rocky room. But, you know, Dan, you were telling me some stories of the people that you do things for. You know, it's like epic rooms these people have. It's amazing. Is there one room that stands out to you? You don't have to give any names. But is there one room that you just, as we get out of this, that stands out to you? Um, the, the guys that are 80s film buffs, they're the most exciting oh, ones. Really? They're in the film props as well. And they like the, 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 the 80s sort of pink neon lighting effects as well. And oh, the, the film right. on the wall. Yes. And, you know, frustratingly, some, some home cinema builds that, that we do, you you know, you go around there and they're putting this great system in there and you're like, what are you going to christen it with? You know, what's your favourite film? And it's like, oh, you know, you know they're a bit half-arsed. It's very rare that we'll put in a, a, a cinema for somebody that's actually like a massive film buff. They're often mm. people that have just got loads of money. They just want it because they can have it. Yeah. So when you get them people that are massive film buffs, and it's generally the, the guys that want to go full on 80s film posters, memorabilia. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's the conversation starter. That's where you can go, have you seen Rocky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen, <laughs> have you seen Jaws? Have <laughs> seen the back of the orca? You've got Quint, you got Richard Dreyfus, and you got Sheriff Brody, Chief Brody, and they're on the back of the orca, right? And they're all just the waves are and the the yellow barrels. You want to see that on a big screen, big screen. surround sound? Are well, you well, kidding me? Fair Spanish ladies, farewell. <laughs> with three barrels, he can't go down with three. <laughs> That's a big fish. Wait till the taxi dermy man see what I gotta bring him. I love that. <laughs> I can quote Jaws all day. I love Jaws. Oh gosh. What's more fascinating about Jaws, if you're a massive fan, you'll know, um, is all the stuff that went off behind the scenes. Oh, yes. the but everything that went off behind the scenes, the argument. The shark is not working. The shark <laughs> is not working. <laughs> you know. That's so true. All right. Then. He's just, you know, yeah, he's just, that, that film, they should yeah. forget Jaws. They should rename it Quint. <laughs> yeah. Quint is like one of the greatest background players ever. Mm. Quint. When I watch Robert Shaw play Quint, he's not Robert Shaw. 
He is the shark hunter. He is the guy who went overboard in the Indianapolis, who his friends, Herbie Shaw, bobbing up and down like a top. He <laughs> bit my friend, bitten in half. I mean, it's mean, just incredible. He he is probably, if I had to say, over Paulie, mm. over, over Paulie, he is probably my favorite background. I know. Quit, uh, nah, I got it. Hey, right is right. <laughs> but. Well, you can't really imagine. You can't imagine Bert Young at the, on the end of the Orca, can you? Going, I don't sweat you. I don't sweat you. <laughs> yeah, Good but one. but could you imagine? Wait. <laughs> oh, here we go. Rachel, people who chase sharks are more stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. Could Cute. you imagine Bert Young on the back of the Orca chasing? He's guzzling yeah. down the Schlitz. I mean, it's crazy. All right, Dan, yeah. one last one last question, and I'm going to let you out of here because Stacy and I have to go and take a nap. So, <laughs> you are alone in an elevator with Sylvester Stallone. You got 30 seconds. What do you tell him, Dan? Sly, thank you for creating Rocky. It's given everybody so much. Um, but more importantly, the 50th anniversary of Rocky, you've got to get all the old cast together, do a Europe tour, a, a tour in America, just blow it out of the water because. Fans will buy tickets. It will sell. Get everybody back. Mr. T, Carl Weathers, Talia Shire, Burt Young, Hulk Hogan. Just let's do it. Great Rock and roll. Idea. Great idea. Okay. So I'm going to send that to him. I have got, I'm going to tell him that it's great. Dan doesn't exist. This is my idea. <laughs> okay. I get the credit. You're nothing. <gasps> You're no. so fresh. No, no, no I'm going to tell him. Sly, we had this guy on the show. His name is Dan. He had this great idea. I'm going to pass that on. Dan, that was brilliant. I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, I wish I had a friend like you in high school. I had, mm. I had two friends in high school, a guy named Joe Ayub and Mark Zhang. These guys were really good, and I'm so close with them today. But, Dan, you and I would have been great, great mm -hmm. friends. I'm glad we're friends now, and I thank you for coming on the good. podcast, and thank you for the tour. Mm -hmm. No, thank you for having me as well. And obviously, you know, you guys just keep on doing what you're doing. It's, it's, you know, keeping the rocky spirit alive. And it's, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm flattered that, uh, that you've had me on. And uh, again, thanks for the tour. It's, you've given me memories, and I've yeah. got photos that are just gonna last forever. And it's, uh, it's all thanks to you. And I will be back. I will be back. I so hope so. Hey, bring your daughter, will you? I gotta meet this kid. She's brilliant. <laughs> Are you kidding? And tell your father-in-law I said hi, okay? I will do, yeah. Hey, Until yo, then, <laughs> yo, Mick, keep <laughs> punching. Keep punching. Bye, Bye Dan. Bye. What a great guy. Nice guy. So nice. We've been following him forever. <laughs> I don't know why we didn't have him earlier. It's such a no-brainer. Stacy, I... You know, I get very reflective listening to Dan, knowing how well he and I connected on the tour. Yeah. I mean, here is this guy. He's like six foot three, six foot four. He's sitting next to me in the van. He's got the Rocky sweats. He's got the, the skull cap. He's yes. got his hands wrapped, the towel. I mean, like, he just embodies Rocky. Yes. He loves this character. It's like the Rocky Army. Like, remember, I don't know if you remember this, but the Kiss Army. Everybody dress up like Kiss yes, and go to I the, know okay, what you mean. Yes, the Kiss yes. Army, right? Yes. Okay. 
So there was like the Rocky army, mm -hmm. but we were spread out. And yeah. in my school, I didn't have a lot of people that were big Rocky fans like me. And mm -hmm. when I see a guy like Dan, I just I want the guy to come over to the house. Come right. sit here with me. Have some bourbon. Let's talk about Rocky. Let's just kick back and forget about life. And Dan, seriously, thank you. Please bring your family. Please, yeah. please, please, please bring them again. You don't have to take the tour again or you could take the tour again. <laughs> whatever. It's great. But we'll meet for dinner at the Victor's. Whatever. I just want to hang out. So, yeah. What do you think, Stacey? Yeah. Wasn't that great? Then that's the that's the beauty of social media. You you know yeah. when you're in your own little town, you feel isolated, and then you're like, wow, all these Rocky fans are out there. And so I just I don't know. I loved him. I love that. I the stories. Daughter, you know, she falls and scrapes her no knee. Pain. No pain. No pain. No pain. Like a plus on the dad work. Like, come yes. on, that's awesome. I just yeah, he he's living it for himself for his kids. Spreading the word, spreading the philosophy. Perfect guest. Great guest. Perfect guest. Yeah. Uh, okay, on our way out. So, I know we have uh, our two little things here we're going to say. Before that, I want to say uh, Kelly Barton. You remember Kelly Barton? I We do. We most certainly do. All right. Kelly Barton's going through a few things right now. Kelly, mm -hmm. we love you. We adore you. We think you kick ass on a level we mere mortals cannot so keep yes. fighting keep punching on what you're doing right now and um you know we'll be in touch it very very soon yes. and we love you and we miss you all right what is going on with roz roz is doing something now so roz she created the um the rocky files fitness group in strava and wow. i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna cut in this little video here hello rocky land March is Mighty Mix Month at the Rocky Files podcast. I created a team for anyone interested in signing up for the Rocky Run, whether it's in person in Philly or it's virtually in your neck of the woods. Look for Team Rocky Files when you're signing up. I signed up for the virtual 5K option. The registration opens from March 21st through the 30th. I also created a Rocky Files podcast club in the Strava app so we could keep track of our activities working our way up to the Rocky Run on November 11th of this year. On that day, let's get outside, let's post our pictures, and let's wear our Rocky Run gear or let's dress up as our favorite Rocky characters while we're outside and we can post all of our stuff on Instagram and share all our fun um, activities that we're doing. Do the level of activity that is within your own fitness level. Consult with a doctor if you've never done anything like this before. I have all the links in my bio. DM me if you have any questions. Let's get outside and let's keep yeah, punching. So she created that. And so if you want to uh, download Strava and join uh, our group and just so we can share all of our fitness <laughs> efforts <laughs> and cheer each other on. I just wanted Beautiful. to let people know that that was happening. Yes. You know, Stacy, if someone <laughs> wanted to find you. Yes. Where could they find you? I am on Instagram at had me at yo and at the Rocky files and on Facebook, we are on at the Rocky Files podcast. And Michael, what about you? You know, Stacy, I um I wrote a little book a few years ago called 
<laughs> Cue the Rocky music. So you can find that anywhere books are sold. And you know, I did this little thing. Uh, an opportunity was presented to me about filming my life for five years. I thought they were crazy, but uh, lo and behold, Sylvester Stallone is in this movie, The Pretender, with me. The dream is real, people. Jimmy Toscano out of Detroit with his group. Check it out. Go on Amazon Prime. Tubi Television is for free on YouTube if you're in America. If not, get a VPN, an American VPN. And you can find me also at TikTok Rocky, T-I-C-K, TikTok Rocky, because TikTok Rocky was taken by some other loser. <laughs> so uh, thank you, everybody, for allowing me to vent this week. I had mm. uh, I had a lot of anger and frustration, and I reeled it back in so I didn't over kill anybody with it but um <laughs> but seriously if you do want to talk to some of the greatest stallone fans on the planet mm. head over to the stallone zone you mm -hmm. can see it uh, there are some people you're not going to agree with you're going to some people yeah. you're not going to like but you can really relate to a lot of them and most mm -hmm. of the people over there they're really good people so mm -hmm. craig zablo has done a great job with it and uh stacy I'm so glad we got to hang out again. Again, yay! When are you coming to visit? All right, soon? Next couple of months? Hopefully. You don't know. I don't know. Bring your generator. Put it in the trunk. <laughs> drive up. I don't care. I have room for a generator. Let's go to Costco's and get a generator. Awesome. <laughs> Love you, Stace. Love you. Talk to you Bye. later. Keep punching. Keep punching. Bye, guys.